Hello and welcome to Unpacking iOS. My name is Jonathan Wiley. This week I'm going to talk about using a mouse with your iPad. Or if you really want to get creative, you can use it on your iPhone. So let's start unpacking. When Apple launched iPadOS and iOS 13 at their fall iPhone event in 2019, they omitted to mention a feature that a lot of people have been clamoring for, mouse support. The latest software updates have pushed the iPad closer and closer to being a genuine replacement for your laptop, so it only makes sense to offer up the ability to use a mouse with your iPad. However, it doesn't function in quite the way you might expect, so here's a look at how to activate and customize it to your liking. You see, Apple has long resisted adding mouse support to the iPad. After all, the iPad is a touchscreen device, and everything you do on an iPad is optimized for touch. But not everyone uses an iPad in the same way. Not everyone is able to interact with an iPad using touch. So when Apple added mouse support for the iPad, it did so as an accessibility feature. This means that it was designed to support people who could not physically interact with the device in the same way that an able-bodied person would interact with the device. And so this wasn't about mouse support per se. It was about giving more options for people to help those who need it access the device better. It was about trackball and joystick support. That being said, accessibility options are for everyone. You can choose to use whatever accommodation you want, whether it was designed to meet your specific needs or not. And I don't say that in a selfish way. All I mean is that the features that were designed for one specific group of people may be adopted by another subset of people, and they might even use it in a different way than it was intended to be used. And I think mouse support is one such feature. It's one of those things that some people just prefer as an input method. It's one of those things that maybe people with carpal tunnel and things like that might benefit from when they're using an iPad. So how do you connect a mouse to an iPad? Well, it can be controlled with a Bluetooth mouse or a USB mouse, as long as you have the right adapter for your iPad. But it takes a little bit of time to set up properly so that you can use it the way you want. You start in the Settings app, you tap on accessibility. Here you'll find an option labeled touch and under there is something called assistive touch. You need to turn that on because this is what turns on your mouse control. Under assistive touch, you tap on devices and it's here that you plug in your USB mouse or you connect your Bluetooth mouse to the iPad. And then once it's connected, that's where you'll see it. You'll see it in that devices menu and you'll also see a circular cursor appear on the screen. Yeah, that's right. It's not a floating arrow that you might find on a Mac or a PC. It's a circle with a dot in the middle. That's what Apple chose to represent the cursor on the iPad. So if you tap on the name of your mouse, you'll be able to select what happens when you press one of the buttons on your mouse, because each button that's recognized by your iPad is customizable. The left-click button is probably going to be just the default selection. You'll be happy enough with what that does. You click on an app, it will open the app. It does exactly what you would expect it to do. 
But think about the options you have under the right-click button and the scroll wheel button. Your scroll wheel is usually a button that you can click or press on a mouse. You can change those to navigate your iPad the way you want. And if you tap on those options there, you'll be able to scroll through a whole list of things that you can do with the mouse. For instance, on my mouse, if I press the scroll wheel, it takes me back to the home screen. You can choose to keep that if you want, or you can change it to something else. By default, the mouse might not work exactly the way you want it to, and part of the reason for that is it is designed to replicate the functions of your finger on a screen. However, you can customize some of this to your liking, and the first thing you might want to do is turn off that black and white square that appears on your screen every time you turn on Assistive Touch. You can do that by going into that Assistive Touch menu again. You go into the Settings app, you tap Accessibility, you tap Touch, you tap Assistive Touch, and in there you'll see an option that says Always Show Menu. If you turn that off, you won't see that little black square appearing every time you turn on Assistive Touch. Below the Always Show Menu option, you'll see the option to adjust your tracking speed. So when you try your mouse out for the first time, you might find it moves faster or slower than you want when you move the cursor around the screen. There's a slider here that you can drag to the left or the right until you get a speed that suits the way that you like to use a mouse. And you can test this sensitivity by sliding the bar and then moving your mouse around the screen just to see how fast it goes. Also in that assistive touch menu is the option to choose a pointer style. Here you can choose the size of your cursor as well as change the color and choose an auto hide time for when your pointer is inactive. The default size can be a little larger than you might want, but this is all about personal preference, so you can adjust it to the way you like to have your mouse pointer. Sometimes, depending on the wallpaper you choose, you may want a color for your cursor that will contrast with it and be able to be seen easily. As far as scrolling goes, you're stuck with Apple's natural scrolling option. This is the default setting for new Macs as well, and it means that when you move the scroll wheel towards you, the page will go up, and when you move it away from you, the page will go down. Now, this is the complete opposite to how I have it on my laptop, but it's just something you have to get used to when you're using a mouse with the iPad, because currently there's no way to change this. And I guess in some ways it, it does make sense depending on how you like to use your device. So once you've got everything set up, you'll be ready to get going. I've got five tips here for you on using a mouse with your iPad. The first one is, Unless you plan on using your mouse all the time, you may appreciate the ability to turn that function on and off as you need it. And there is a quick way to do that. If you open the Settings app and you tap Accessibility, scroll all the way to the bottom of that list and you'll find an option called Accessibility Shortcut. In here, put a check mark next to Assistive Touch. The next time you want to use a mouse with your iPad, you can triple click the Home button or the power button on an iPad Pro, and that will turn Assistive Touch on and off. It means you don't have to jump into the menus and find out where that is. Just triple-click the button to turn your mouse support on or off. Number two, 
Another option to consider is the type of mouse that you use. I've got a video that I'll, I'll link in the show notes here, but you'll see there are advantages to using certain types of Bluetooth mice. And sometimes this just comes down to the number of buttons it has, because the more buttons you have in your mouse, the more customization options there are for controlling your iPad. We talked earlier about how you can assign specific functions to specific buttons. More mouse buttons means more functions and more control from your mouse. So you can take some time to think about how much you would use a mouse and consider getting a mouse that will better fit your needs with the number of buttons and options that you might need. Tip number three, although you're most likely to use your mouse with an iPad, you can actually use the same method that we just talked about here with your iPhone. You probably won't need a mouse pointer on your iPhone very often, but if you do, it's an option here for you. You can pair a mouse to any iPhone running iOS 13 or later. Tip number four. If you ever make screen recordings on your iOS device, or you find yourself explaining things to an audience on a projector using your iPad, you will know that it's hard to show people what you're tapping on. I mean, you can talk about it and you can describe it the best you can, but it's not a particularly intuitive or easy thing to do. If you turn on assistive touch and you connect a mouse to your iPad, you can use that cursor in order to show everyone what you are doing on your device. And remember that you can adjust the size and color of your pointer to help it to be more visible to an audience. Last but not least, If, like me, you spend a lot of your time browsing the web on your iPad, consider changing the right-click button to be a long press. This is one of those customizable functions you can choose for the buttons on your iPad. And for me, I found this the most natural option when using a mouse. It means that you can right-click on a link in Safari, and then you'll see options to open it in a new tab or right-click an image to add it to Photos. So it does a lot of the things that you might more expect the right click to do. And by default, this is not the setting it's set up to have. So think about it. Long press is a great option for right click on your mouse. And that's about it for this week. Are you using a mouse with your iPad? Do you have tips to share or maybe even a mouse to recommend? If so, I'd love to hear about it. You can email me unpacking ios at icloud.com or find me on twitter at jonathan wiley show notes as well as a blog post with all the links i talked about in this episode can be found at unpackingios.com. thanks for listening and i will see you on the next episode